Hello, God loves you. Thank you for tuning in to the Almost a Wife podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, losses, and successes on my social media outlets so I can connect with you. Visit me on Instagram at almost.awife. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook at Almost a Wife. And by the way, I'm also on YouTube by searching Almost a Wife podcast. Remember, God loves you and so do I. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode nine. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe I have done nine episodes. Well, anyway, my name is Dimitri Farr and I am your host for Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. Man, I just thank you so much for joining in with me today. And I just really wanted to talk about being imperfect, being enough, and yet being loved. That's what I want to talk about today. And so I had to do a little bit of of retrospective or just had to like look into myself about a lot of things. Um, Because as you all know, this this episode will be playing on a Sunday when originally it should have been playing on a Thursday. And it's kind of weird for me because I am kind of like an perfectionist. So to not have done something in the time that I said I would do it is kind of like, man, girl, what what are you doing with yourself? Or, am I considering myself a failure? Am I beating myself up? What happened? Well, to be honest with you, I had to just deal with um, deal with myself and deal with my emotions and just trying to get myself to to a place where I could kind of like decompress and really be able to do this episode. And it took me to have to like take a few more days. Um, One thing I'm realizing um, in this journey of doing this podcast with you guys is that, you know, I have imperfections. As I always have known, it's not nothing new. I don't try to make it seem like I'm perfect because by no means am I perfect at all. I completely understand that. But it it is difficult to try to keep going in your imperfections. That's the that's the thing. How do we keep going in our imperfections? How do we keep positive in our imperfections, right? And so having that makes it sometimes a little bit more difficult than we want it to be. And so I had to really like dig deep within myself and understand, well, what what really is this? And um, with the imperfection, I, I realized that it was the imposter syndrome that was trying to to get me, trying to hold me back from doing what I know that I need to do. And so I had to really have just a come to Jesus moment with myself and, you know, not allow myself to be overtaken by those thoughts, those negative thoughts. And sometimes we can we can do that. We can get caught up in the things that don't really matter or we're overthinking or overanalyzing. And I tend to do that way too much. You know, I, I have to realize that I'm not perfect. And then I also didn't want to disappoint. Um, I didn't want to not only disappoint myself, but I didn't want to disappoint God because I take having this opportunity to be able to speak with you guys as a true assignment to help others, like just to draw people closer to God. I know that it's something that that God has placed in me to let them know and and show that there's still life after trauma. There's still life after a loss. There's still life after when you don't think that you can 
But God is using me as an example that there absolutely is. And, you know, I want to just be pleasing to him. I want to do the things that I know are pleasing and uplifting, you know, for him. It's not about me. And then I had to really uh, accept that, you know what, girl, you are flawed and it is okay to be flawed, you know? And, and I'm not saying that I don't, I never thought that I wasn't, but it took me some time to really capture the fact that you're not going to get it right always the first time. You're not going to always meet the mark every single time. So in this moment, I had to really be okay with not dropping the episode in time because I have so many things going on behind the scenes some upcoming things that I'm working on and just, you know, um, work and, and the boys and just a lot of things that are happening. And so um, I had to had to take a moment and I just wasn't able to get what I needed done in order for me to release it on Thursday, the episode. And um, I just had to be okay with that. And then I had to be okay with not having the right answers. Sometimes I may not have all the right answers. I, actually, I know I don't have all the right answers because I'm not perfect and that's okay too. And then that I don't know all things and I can take things in and listen and can hear. But also, too, when I think that I know something, you know, I stick to that thing. And so I have to understand, too, that I'm not always right. And I can absolutely apologize. I'm never above apologizing. But the part about being right in some things, sometimes it's not even about being right. It's just about our ego. So I have to like let my ego go and understand that, you know, sometimes it's not about me. It could just be a principle thing. It could be God is trying to teach me that, yo, this is something where you're going to have to humble yourself. You're going to have to come come correct within yourself and, and repent, you know, and repenting is simply just turning from that thing that you know that is not right for you to do. And many times we, you know, we say and we recognize these things that we have, but we won't really and truly repent. We we still want to continue. We say, okay, God, I'm sorry. Then you keep going back. But when you're truly sorry, that's not something that you, you don't go back and do it because you want to make sure that you're doing what is pleasing to God. And that is my goal. And again, I am not perfect by any means. I know I don't make all the right decisions, but my ultimate goal is to please God. And if there's some things in my life that are not pleasing to him, then I absolutely have to check myself and make sure that I'm doing what is necessary for me to please him. So my my first thing was just imperfection, right? And then the next thing I want to talk about is being enough. Sometimes, you know, going through the different stages of our lives and different experiences that we go through, and maybe people have dealt with some negative things that have happened. And after going through those negative things, they haven't had opportunity to really kind of like process through their feelings or even had therapy to have somebody to talk them through some of the things that they're dealing with. And with that, with not being enough, we we tend to beat ourselves up with that. And so one thing I do want to say is that I had to be okay with just being me, right? Not trying to be more than I am, not trying to be less than I am, and not even that. And it, it brings me to be a little bit more emotional because I have to realize that I can't continue to keep dimming my light. And it's not that it's anybody around me that I feel like I have to dim my light to. And, and what I mean by that is the person that you know that you are, the all that you can be, because I can be a very strong personality. And sometimes I won't let my true personality come out only because, you know, I'm actually super silly. And so I have to, um, but I, I've always been that way. And so I have to 
you know, it's a commonplace for everything, right? And so with understanding that, I still got to be okay with being me, but I had a tendency to not be me as consistent as I needed to be. And then having to deal with being vulnerable, you know, nobody wants to continually put themselves or be open with the thought of being, you know, hurt or let down at some point. And so I'm just grateful that I am understanding and processing through these feelings and understanding that I am enough, even in that. You know, and then having to deal with my rejection issues, geez, Louise, you know, and and a lot of times these rejection and abandonment issues tied to our childhood. And so you think that you have tackled these things and then a lot of things are rooted even in those things. Right. And so if you're not getting the, the thing that you need to fill your love tank or if you're not feeling as if you're you're getting that love that you think that you deserve. That's where that rejection and that abandonment will will try to surface, right? And so we just got to try to process through those types of emotions as well, but still understand that we are still enough. You know, there's always progress to be made regardless of where you are. I know a lot of us are in places, you know, we're still going through this pandemic. We're still trying to understand where we're at with all of the things that have occurred, right? And so even though all the things that have happened across the world here lately, we still know that there is still progress to be made. There's still a light at the end of the tunnel. No matter how dark a situation may seem, God always makes a way out. They always say there's a ram in the bush. There's always a way out in some form or fashion. And if there is something that you're still stuck in or that you're still dealing with, then there's probably still a lesson that you still need to learn as to why you haven't even come out of it. And then a lot of times it could be just as simple as you just being obedient. What is it that you're not being obedient about? What is it that God is really simply trying to tell you or he's been trying to tell you or has been telling you for the longest and you're just dismissing it? Many times we don't want to hear or we don't want to let those things in, right? And then I had to kind of understand and come to terms to what my weaknesses are and not just my weaknesses, but my strengths, right? Because I know I know I have weaknesses, but then I need to really highlight my strengths. What am I really good at? What am I great at, right? Because I had to come into my my passions. What what drives me? What moves me? What what gives me energy? What makes me excited about getting up and 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 doing something excellent for the day? And I spoke about that on one of my other episodes about what makes you happy. So coming into these terms and understanding these things are so vital to our walk in our relationship with Christ. And so I even had to um, find a a scripture and I think that it is so relevant for, you know, saying that you are enough. And that is first Peter two and nine and really understand this resonates with me so much because it's just speaking to the people saying that we are a chosen race. We are a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation. We're God's own purchase, special people that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the values and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we are chosen. We're special. We are enough just because we are kingdom kids, just because we are for his kingdom and we uplift his holy name. That in itself, just from the scripture in saying that we are a chosen people, that we are a royal priesthood, that means we're royalty. That means we're set apart. That means we're different. And I just love the fact that there is a scripture that strictly speaks specifically 
to us and reminds us that we are special and that we are way more than enough than we could ever ask or think. And so we just have to stick to it and stick with it. And not only that, believe it, like believe it within our hearts and know that God has so much more in store for us in our lives. If we keep going If we actually, if we just turn towards him, because it says to keep your eyes and your heart stay towards him. That's the thing that I strive for every day that I have to look towards him because when I give him all of me and I give him that, he gives me that peace in return. He gives me that, that sense of understanding, that reassurance. Holy Spirit talks to me. He lets me know. And even sometimes he may not speak to me directly. He may speak to another person who has something that's strictly for me. And I know when God is talking strictly to me, he has a specific thing that he says to me or what he calls me when he's talking to me. So I appreciate and understand that I have a connection with God and that Holy Spirit is always there no matter what. I appreciate that. And then I had to really come to terms with being loved, right? Because sometimes even in our dismay or even in our times where we feel like we're really not being heard or nobody really understands where we're at in this moment. And after earlier this week, I had to really kind of process some, well, not even this week, last week, I had to process some some feelings of triggers that I was feeling after CJ passing away, he passed away. If, if many of you, this is your first time listening, I lost my soon-to-be fiance in April of 2020 of this year. And it was sudden and it wasn't COVID related. And um, we had just finished our last premarital class. So at any point he could have proposed. And so during that time, um, we had come close over the years, but in these last couple of years, we've gotten really close. And so, you know, we both sing um, at our local church and we were singing on, on the praise and worship team. And he, um, there were certain things and certain songs that just kind of like triggered. And so Sunday when I was in gathering, it was one song that was saying, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. And that song, he he didn't sing that song, but I remember him saying that it reminded him of, you know, his mom had passed a couple of years before he passed. And he was just talking on how, you know, he was just grateful that he still had breath in his lungs, that he could still praise God, even though his mom wasn't here to praise because she didn't have breath in her lungs. He still had breath in his lungs. And that resonated with me because he's gone, but I still have breath in my lungs and I can still pour out praise and lift up God in spite of it. Right. And so it was a trigger for me and I just weeped, you know, I wasn't overly emotional, but I I was singing a song and the tears were flowing and wow, I was just like, man, God, this, this hit me. And so there are going to be times and, and, you know, I was thinking, man, I'm, I'm handling this grief well, you know, I'm not having my breakdown moments. And, and then even I questioned, gosh, girl, what's wrong with you? You ain't cried. You're not, <laughs> you're not breaking down. And so um, now that I see that I'm having these these moments, I'm feeling better because that means that God is healing me. It means he's preparing me. He's, he's setting me forth um, for another task at hand. And I'm, I'm so grateful that he's continuing to use me and letting me see that I am making progress, even when it doesn't feel comfortable, even when it doesn't seem like I'm doing my best. He always makes a way and brings it back to my remembrance that he loves me. So even in that moment of weeping and understanding how you know, he loved that song and how much he he loved me. It just brings it 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 brings the emotions all back because I'm just so grateful that I'm able to pour out the praise. 
I'm able to pour out the praise to God because I do have breath in my lungs and I still have a life to live. That means my assignment is still not done and there's so much more for me to do. And I'm super excited about that. And the last thing that I realized just because of God's love is just that. And it explains in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, what love actually is. It just speaks that love endures long and is patient and kind. Love is never envious nor boils over with jealousy. It is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited. It is not rude and does not act unbecomingly. Love does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything. Love never fails. As for the prophecy, it will be fulfilled and passed away. As for the tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will all pass away. It will lose its value and be suspended by truth. So love is all of those things. But the best thing that I love about it, where it says that love endures long and is patient and is kind. Love is never envious, nor boils over with jealousy. It is not boastful and it does not display itself haughty. And so that comes from 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. And so I had to understand that God loves me so much. And with his love, I have to understand that I am loved and I understand even my value. So I was speaking on having that imposter syndrome and I I can't allow the enemy to stop me from doing what is necessary. I can't belittle myself. I can't keep fear in my mind because I'm fearful that people are not listening to me. They're not hearing what I'm saying that I'm not enough, that who's going to be listening to whatever I have to say, I have to continue to keep going. So with that, all of those things, understanding that I am imperfect, understanding that I am enough, and understanding that I am loved, allows me to still go on each and every day to encourage each and every one of you every two weeks to be to be joyful, to understand that there's always more. And so I just wanted you guys to hear where I'm coming from. I appreciate you listening in. And the next episode, man, it's going to be so exciting. I hope you guys come in. I have such a treat in store for you guys. I'm not even going to tell you. have to make sure that you listen in on my last episode, my season finale, episode 10. Please make sure that you join in. I am excited and cannot wait for you guys to hear all the things that are going to take place on that episode. It's going to be awesome. I promise you so many things. And then I get to talk about season two. So please make sure that you join in, listen in. And I just appreciate you just taking the time to just be a part of it. You know, I always start off with saying, hello, God loves you because he does. God loves you tremendously. He wants nothing but the best for you. So I hope that again, you will listen in for episode 10 with my surprises coming up. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. And um, remember, God loves you. 
Thank you for listening in today. I appreciate you taking this journey with me. I don't want you to miss out on any of my amazing transformation experience. So don't forget to visit my social media outlets to have the most up-to-date information on Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. Make your day amazing. And remember, God loves you.